0: i uh-huh. uh-huh. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and separate Spider-Man (laughs) 2 one poetry reading minute at a time. I'm
1: Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Jay Malone. Welcome back, Jay. Thank you very much. I am glad to be here in this Lovely Slam Poetry Festival. Uh, looking looking forward to discussing this with you guys. Uh, we're happy to have you, bud.
0: <laughs> uh, today we're talking about minute 23, which starts with T.S. Elliott being more complicated than advanced science and ends with Peter staring into his closet.
2: Uh, Heck yeah, it does.
0: Man, do I not like the uh, feed a woman poetry and to make her fall in love <laughs> with you line.
2: Um, yeah, it's gross uh not, that's a, not a not a fan
0: not a fan of that uh, uh, again i it's a side effect of alvin Sargent being 72 years
2: old when he wrote this
0: totally uh, yep. yeah
2: I, <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I i can buy maybe when he was younger like oh somebody said this to me once and i read some poetry to a lady and hey things worked out all right but no
0: and then
1: we know. got divorced because i am currently single <laughs> you know what a dame
2: enjoys a dame enjoys a good poetry reading there peter They well, should, sure i at least there's you know when we talk about like the good bones of these scenes versus when we're critiquing the, the meat uh the, at least i do like the um as dumb as this feed a woman poetry and then like him earnestly taking that as like oh boy uh that's what i should uh, feed do. feed
0: is feed. the word <laughs> that is the word
2: i do not like yep Ugh. Ugh. um i get that As we've established earlier in the week, um, Peter seeing this as like an aspirational place, this like happy marriage he sees between Otto and Rosie. um, I get why he might take that bad advice so earnestly. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's like, oh, oh, this guy cracked the code at some point. So whatever he says is gospel now. Okay. yeah. Yeah. He he got Rosie this way, right? She gave him that look. Okay, but but (laughs) it brings back the question that
0: I had last week about what the hell is going on between him and Mary Jane. Why does he need to, why why is he trying to get her to fall in love with him? She already does, obviously, and he knows this because she professed as much the end of the last movie and he chose to
1: walk away. So
0: why is he studying poetry?
1: Because he's an idiot. Yeah. Yes, yes. (laughs) He's, he's, an idiot who does not know what to do. He sees something that he can attain, but whether it's a guilt for walking away at the last one, he doesn't think he deserves her, so he needs to win her again, even though he's already won that race, for lack of a better term. Yeah, it, which which
2: would work all right. What it's what what gets me hung up is the the scene we had the week ago with the backyard scene again, like the echo of the backyard scene, where like. Not even the two years ago, Peter that turned her down. He again made the decision to turn her down or mm-hmm. not engage in that way, and it's frustrating. It's just it's, just, it's frustrating it, and weird. I it, don't know.
1: It's it's just a, a cavalcade of Peter's bad decisions, and it's mm-hmm. he's in a he's in a spiral, and he doesn't know how to get out of it. So he's just grasping at straws at this point. Yeah, and he sees I, Otto I, as that kind of idealized version of him that oh this is how he did it this is how i can get out of it too he yeah. has an advanced science degree
2: there's a path yeah he has an advanced science <laughs> it's harder than advanced science <laughs> whatever the hell that is auto octavius harder than ad- t.s elliot is more complicated than advanced science um yeah i i definitely don't <laughs> it's like the most meaningless for
0: like oh my god <laughs> yeah I, I I I just realized, like, I was just shaking my head in disgust, and no one yeah. could hear that. So <laughs> no one could <can> hear. <laughs> I needed to say it out loud. I just...
2: verbalized <laughs> Advanced
0: science. Like, you know, like how scientists
2: talk. Like, advancing yeah, th- and science and... Uh, I was, you know, 201, advanced science, I took during my science major at <laughs> science university. Um, yeah, I, I definitely science don't ever, university. like... <laughs> I definitely... <laughs> i don't question peter's like emotional turmoil uh attempting to win back uh mary jane when i'm watching the film like as it with, with the the momentum of it uh it feels like realistically just dumb boy mm-hmm. like you yeah. know just just dumb boy like this this feels this feels real to me that like he's he's made his peace with his decisions and then second guesses them constantly and looks at what he sees is some kind of birthright, I guess. Like, uh, but a nice lady should like me too. That, like, I can see these sort of like really childish decisions happening. I, I get it. It's sure. just to watch it happen. I'm all. I'm, I just want to like grab him, be like, Peter, come on, you already <laughs> <laughs> get your together, Peter.
1: <laughs> Pete, Pete, you're so smart, buddy.
2: You're so yeah. smart. <laughs> this... Yeah, it's it's classic smart dumb, you know, where it's yeah. like he's academically strong in this department over here and like he's been told that he's gifted but doesn't realize how dumb he is at so many things Uh because uh he's got that strength there and i Uh, well they're uh. moving
0: moving from there to what i can only imagine is the smallest laundromat in manhattan Um, (laughs) a gorgeous piece of set design with its six washers and six dryers
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's so quiet. Like, those are top-of-the-line 1950s washers and dryers. Yeah. Like, e-
2: empty space in the middle of the <laughs> room laundromat. Who yeah. are you? No one else in there.
1: Yeah. Well, there's yeah, the one the... guy in the overcoat.
2: Yeah, who
0: I am. I'm I'm just going like, yeah, to headcanon this right now. Uh, mm. He sees Peter's costume. And I think that this is somehow the same guy in the Amazing Spider-Man movies who is, like, <laughs> putting together the sinister six, <laughs>
2: the, the mysterious man. Yeah, he has end.
0: he has traversed the multiverse.
2: Yes, yes. In search of the spider. That's perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I like. Yeah,
0: it. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure
1: that guy's Morlin. That's
2: I'm cool with that. That's uh, fine.
0: That's, that's
2: my guess.
1: <laughs> Terrible character. Great idea though. Let's, we'll yeah. go with that. That works.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Peter, <laughs> Oh, God. So Peter's doing the, it's, it does tug at your heart a little bit, but like he's given this like very surface level advice that very clearly does not apply to his particular situation, but because of who it came from, he's going to follow it to the T. So he has gone to the library and got I, some poetry books. I oh.
0: love the detail that they're library books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can't afford to buy them. There's right. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. Right. But just I they, do, I do love the idea. I'm actually, I miss the scene. I would serve no purpose, but I, yeah. I, do miss the scene of him going to the library and having a big goofy <laughs> grin on his face and asking for the poetry <laughs> section. Um, <laughs> it's nice, or it's just cute. being like, or th- him showing up the library and being like, "Oh, you are gonna go?" Check out the science book. And he's like, no, I need the poetry section. They're like, oh. Maybe
2: there's another Ursula type behind the desk of the library like, oh, okay, I'll help you.
0: Yeah. I do have a question
2: about the washing machine or the dryer. Yeah. I
0: think yeah. it's the dryer.
2: It's a dryer he's getting things out of at the end. Yeah. yeah.
0: Then what are those? Okay. So those things against the wall are the washers? I believe so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So in the dryer – The dryer goes off and he goes up to it and there's two dryers next to each other as they're, you know, as there are in uh, Uh a laundromat. Uh And uh, if you notice, the the, the dryer on the left. Oh, no, it is a washer. It says commercial washer on it.
2: What? Really? Then why are they dry? Everything
0: was dry. Hey, look, there's more problems. Um, so, (laughs) So you've got two washers next to each other. And the washer on the left has a coin slot and the washer on the right, his washer just has a red, big old red button <laughs>
2: where the coin he, slot goes. That's why, that's why this is his laundromat. Cause it's the only place in the city where they forgot to install the coin slot. So you can just turn it on for free. Yeah. This, is like, this, this is how he saves quarters. Yeah. The coin op laundry without a coin operating slot. Um, that's, abs- that's absurd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I...
0: And they are they are those, you know, there's the, they're those newfangled washer dryers that do ah, all the things at do the same all time. Them, huh? oh. Yes. No, yes. that's not true. Those aren't real. No, oh. no you're right. Because 100% be...
2: everything along the wall is the dryers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That, would be, that would be really dangerous and definitely uh, electrocute <laughs> and kill many, many people if that was a thing. <laughs> so many
2: um Um,
1: yeah
0: yeah he's like stuffing (sighs) wet clothes into yeah those boxers are definitely wet because they're like clear okay Uh, okay so
2: so everything he's pulling out is wet but he's just shoving it into the bag out of well he's gonna dry it in the bag because no no he's gonna
0: no i think he's going to well no because there's a window in there that he'd been able to see it if they'd walked over to the washer Um no i think he i i here's my thing Okay. I think that the Spider-Man costume, his Spider-Man costume, is washer safe, but not dryer safe. He's gotta uh-huh. he's gotta take it home and let it lay out and dry, air dry. And okay, so, I hear it. actually, so yeah, he's that's just pretty good. so he's just putting it in the bag because mm-hmm. you know he'll take it home later after the rest of his clothes dry in the that dryer. Makes totally,
2: yeah. yeah. It is. It does make sense. That's what I have to do with with my suits. In that, well, you can't throw them in the when a washing machine because there's like shoes attached, so you hand wash it and then you hang it to dry because it most most dryers it's okay, but if there's too much heat in a dryer, it can ruin some of the elasticity of the spandex. Mm-hmm. So you you tend to like air dry that. So I, I guess that makes sense. He'll take that one home and deal with it later. However, mm. <sighs>
0: no, there's a shoe about. I, I think draw. this is this is this is. I think it has to be. I think it has to be canon. That this is the first time he's ever washed his costume. Uh, well, yeah, because he he has completely
1: ruined all of his other clothing.
0: Well, and not only not only do, is it that like what your cl- your 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 clothes only bleed the first like second like fir- first or second time uh-huh. that you wash it. Yeah. And then after that, like everything's pretty well sealed in there. It's not gonna yeah. bleed on your other clothes. Uh, I don't care. I don't care how red your sock is. Um, but, but if this is happening, so if this is happening, that's, that's number one, a dead giveaway. But the other one is the fact that he didn't see this coming and was just like, oh my God, this is horrible, which means this is the first time it's ever happened, which means he's literally never washed his costume before.
2: That's really gross. Yes. Yeah. It's really gross. Yeah. Because he, Unless this is he, like a brand new costume, which could also be a thing. Maybe, Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe this is... I mean, he did have to he did have to remake his costume after the first film. Yeah, it was, but it's well been two out. years. It's been two years since
0: then. I do, I do like the idea of he, him just like still being in that shredded costume, like yeah. looking like Catwoman, Catwoman from Batman Returns and people are yeah. just like, oh god, what happened to you?
2: And he's like, I can't afford a new costume. Uh, I'm so poor. Yeah, I'm that's so good. Poor. I like that. Yeah. So there's, there was two solid years where he wore the torn up one. He wore the Michelle Pfeiffer Spider-Man yeah, costume. Yeah, and he saved up, he saved up like Tips from Mister Aziz's pizza parlor, Uh, Joe's Pizza. It's not Mister Aziz's pizza parlor, but I like that phrase. He saved up his tips or whatever from pizza, and finally this week got a new Spidey suit. Like was able to. That was the premiere of it. Him him walking out of the alley, or you know, swinging out of the alley with the pizza. That makes sense. That (laughs) makes sense. It does make sense in the world of this fiction here because the suit in Spider-Man 2 does have a slightly different design than the first film. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's webs on the hands. There didn't used to be webs on the hands. The spider on the back is different. The eyes are a little different. And the colors are different. So maybe that's just them really trying to work it into the narrative here where, yeah, this is a new suit and first time you ever watched it. Oh, no. Hmm. Oh, no, you dumb idiot. Still, though, still, would he not know from his previous suit... Not to no, because he never washed it.
1: i I'm, oh, yeah. It's you have to be under the impression that we can take that even a step farther. That this no, is no. the <laughs> first time Peter has ever washed clothes, any clothes. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I knew this when I was nine. Yeah. Don't you don't put in the 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 colored clothes with the white clothes because it'll ruin your clothes. It's just that simple. Yeah. It, it's yeah. That I I can't wrap my head around that. Peter's like 20. Like. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah maybe maybe peter was so wrapped up in all of the poetry he's been reading that he was just absent-minded when he did this load and was like oh no i put my whites in there too oh no because of the poetry maybe this is all Otto's fault
1: <laughs> well you know when you knee deep in the ballad of hiawatha i can i can <laughs> i can see how you would be be a little bit uh, distracted and that's a heavy heavy poem it this, is, uh, this is the
0: beginning of why he and Otto Octavius are arch enemies, Right. Yeah. This is,
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is where the conflict stems. You ruined, you ruined my ruined boxers. boxers. <laughs> oh, God.
0: You know what? I will give the movie credit, though. Uh, mm-hmm. In every other movie, and I mean, we just saw it in, in, in Paddington. Yeah, uh, you know the the ruining of uh of laundry um which you know Paddington gets a pass cuz it's a heightened reality and it's yeah. that's fine totally fine um yeah. but but right it's a talking <laughs> bear uh who loves <laughs> marmalade sandwiches um the uh the 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 the, the color bleeding is very realistic cuz it's like patchy Yeah, it's, it's not just uh, oh all my white clothes are pink now it it's right. not that it's a realistic version of that in uh-huh. that you know it's like a little patchy, and there's just yeah. like random colors all over, almost like it's lazily tie-dyed.
2: Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it would this, really look like. That's good. This area, yeah, it's it's a good detail because it's it's not the cartoon logic of literally you pull out something and it's bright, bright pink. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, you know, they always do it with red, but like that here, it's like and you know, over here is blue, over here is red. There's little purpley areas in the middle. It's just oh, I ruined it. I ruined it. Right. <laughs> But so maybe he, is... he could bleach the crap out of those and fix it. Eventually. Yeah,
0: he's yeah. so disgusted by them too.
2: I know. <laughs> like a... the my way. favorite, my favorite part is the insert shot when his hands actually pull it out. Because like in the wide, I can kind of buy him like holding up and being like, "Oh man!" But the insert where he goes to get the underwear out is so carefully. I'm grabbing this corner and I'm grabbing this corner and showing <laughs> it to the camera. Here it is, one, two. Oh no. One two, oh gosh, oh no, like it's not even for himself, it's just for the camera that's yeah. over his shoulder there. <laughs> he puts
0: the bag down on the ground,
2: yeah what it's full of wet suit what are you doing ah uh, uh it's Peter not Hatter. how you
0: wash clothes Peter
2: yeah no. um so <laughs> j Jay, Jay already mentioned the identity of uh this this poem that is he's so lost in right now uh the the song of Hiawatha or Hiawatha I'm not hundred percent sure how to how to phrase that i mean this is on his stack from the library he's he's got william B. yates he's got some uh billy shakespeare my boy billy shakes he's got Romeo and juliet it's a play but it's written in verse so maybe it counts as poetry uh-huh. he figures um one collected poem books and then two henry wadsworth longfellow books one that he's reading and one that's just there um and so the song of hiawatha was uh, a epic poem uh-huh. uh and a, a lot of people call it like the first like big american epic that was like just north american materials it wasn't it didn't have the literary models of europe associated with it you know yeah, so it was kind of like north yeah. american grendel totally yeah or a uh like in the in prose it might be akin to something like the scarlet letter in terms of like literary mm-hmm. impact Where it was like a big deal and it was like a big american thing and we were like wow um there's it's not a It's a slightly delicate subject because basically what Longfellow did, and he was, you know, a gifted poet, but basically he, um, from a couple different sources, just took wholesale a lot of um, legends and oral traditions associated with uh, American Indian culture and just kind of smashed them together and wrestled them to the shape of one long story where he just made the protagonist of all of them the same character. Uh Uh, It's, you know, it's kind of... Cult- cultural um appropriation theft? yeah it's real it's it's not great but like in terms of poetry i mean it's great 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 poems in there um and so where <laughs> where, where where peter has landed at least in this uh very american um uh poem is the stand this stanzas in the four winds which is like part one chapter two and it's describing the south wind uh sea, who is falling in unrequited love so, like, at least the poem, the section of the poem he's in is relevant to the, the the situation at hand. I don't know why he thinks it would be good, like, fodder for reading to a lady later on, later on because essentially this portion is talking about, I can't remember which um, uh, culture this is from, uh, this original legend, but it's the idea of, like, the four winds, where they came from, that they're all um, related, they're brothers, and uh, the the north wind is the father and whatnot. And the south wind, Shawanda, Shawanda- is the, like, careless one. The, like, he's the brother who's kind of, like, listless and lazy and he doesn't do much. And in this in this section of the poem, he spies a maiden far away on a prairie and he's so enraptured with her. He thinks she's, she has, like, golden hair and he's just thinks she's the greatest thing in all the world, but he can't ever speak to her. He's too lazy to actually get out there and talk.
0: Brilliant and then, but lazy.
2: Brilliant but lazy. And then one day, her hair turns white and then... Uh, The next day he goes out there and he sees her cast away to the north and he thinks that his brother, the north wind, has stolen her from him and he's pissed and angry and he confronts his brother and his brother just points out, buddy, you're way too freaked out here. You need to get your eyes checked because that was not a lady. That was a dandelion. (laughs) Day by day, you were staring at her yellow hair. There's just a yellow flower and then dandelions, you know, they they turn white and then they get blown away in the wind. I didn't steal your lady. You idiot. Um it's a it's a weird, it's a weird little like uh um weird choice, Sergeant. Yeah. Weird <laughs>
0: choice. Although it does, it does show you how much of an idiot Peter is when it comes to poetry.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a surface level uh reading of a oh wow, it's really romantic that he gazes on her and falls in love with her, without like following it through to the end where She's not for you, buddy, because this wasn't even a thing. It's not like a romantic like, oh, they were joined in love at the end. This isn't, you know, Orpheus and Eurydice where like the 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 tragedy is that they were meant to be together and they were ripped apart. It was literally the dude was staring at a flower. Yep. That's that's this part of the poem. You weirdo. Um he does look, he does look like a proper dweeb reading it though. I love his like, <laughs> his soft poetry voice, like that he he wouldn't read this Ugh. in his head. It's like somebody told him you got to read poetry out loud, buddy. I, but he's like, brightest <laughs> green were all her comments. I I hope
0: I hope I so hope that he was reading it louder, and that guy told him to shut up. <laughs> and that's his new quieter voice. <laughs>
2: Oh, and Todd and Slender Maiden <laughs> <It was just laughs> and Her hair was like the sunshine. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, You know, I have to give uh, the props people props for uh-huh. uh, not giving Peter a T.S. Eliot book.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I respect that.
2: Yeah. Um, and I, I, I wonder if, if the-
0: I'm, I'm actually, and I have to give Sergeant props for not giving him a T.S. Eliot uh, right. poem to be yeah. reading, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Um yeah. that would been that would have been sort of like the lazy screenwriting version of this. Uh, <laughs> and uh that and you know what would have been forgivable under the circumstances, but sure. <laughs> he didn't go for it and uh, I respect that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe in that uh scene that we don't have at the library when he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I I want to get into poetry. Do you have any T.S. Eliot?" and maybe <laughs> the the librarian is like, "That's a little advanced, buddy." Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
1: you should try
0: this. Maybe ability. maybe you should read Here.
1: this poem about a dandelion. <laughs> Here, start with Yeats. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, don't, don't. No, do never don't. start with Yeats. Never start yes.
0: with Yeats. <laughs> uh so this this minute is very important in the history of uh, Marvel on film.
2: Oh yes? yes. Why, why so? Why uh, so? Scott?
0: Because it <laughs> it features uh the first of what would become a tradition. Marvel films which is oh, the oh, yes. gratuitous shot of the male hero taking their shirt off
2: <laughs> it is beefcake numero uno yeah. we have made it so yeah for, it,
0: it, this is it this is the first time it happens where <laughs> yeah. where there's and I say gratuitous now you might say uh but Scott we saw him without his shirt on in the first film Jay we was there for did. it yes yeah. I was Yes. But, however, but, however uh, there was purpose to that shot. There was, yes. we were, we had to see like, oh, he grew abs while he was sleeping. Like that's yep. mm-hmm. part of the plot. Uh, this is completely gratuitous. We just pan up and see him take off his shirt in the sexiest way possible. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: it is, they've got a twangy, I don't know, is it a <laughs> banjo or a guitar? and he's just like, diddle ding. And then he's just, I've been lit by Bill Pope. Let me tear off this shirt. It is. Like I a real hard pump. on this body, take a look.
1: <laughs> uh, and I, I, I wish that the shirt he had taken off would have been the ruined shirt from the laundromat. <laughs> just <laughs> because at least that would have been like, okay, that's cute.
2: All right, yeah. And it's not even like the uh, the sweatshirt he was wearing at the laundromat. It's just a random scene of Peter Parker in a white T-shirt that he takes off. Yeah. Just, just cause, just yep. why not? Yeah, and he casually
1: <laughs> discards on the floor,
2: like I don't need this shirt.
1: Yeah, I need to go yeah. stare in my closet. Find yeah. another one.
2: It's like, you know how on uh, like procedural cop shows that ever deal with, like I don't know, hacker speak or whatever, they're kind of all trying to one-up that Blade Runner scene where uh, <laughs> they zoom in on a picture that can't be zoomed in on. Like it, All of these competing shows are just like, how can we one-up the ridiculousness of like, oh, in the reflection of so-and-so's face, we could find this thing. This feels like a tradition in that vein where it's like, in the Marvel universe now, it's just, how can we find a ridiculous reason for a man hero to take his shirt off? What, how mm-hmm. can we top the last time it was done? Every
0: single movie. Yeah. Every single one. <laughs> yep. Every, yep. Marvel. Marvel specifically. I mean, I, I think that I, I, don't, I just never have really keep, kept track of the DC ones. But, <laughs> but the Marvel ones, like, since this movie, it has been every single one there's a gratuitous shot of the male hero taking their shirt off uh yeah. and it's uh i don't know it's just it, it's it's oh, it's gratuitous certainly, but yeah, it's it's yeah. also I think the reason part of the reason why these movies have so many female fans, like there's so many female Marvel fans, is just mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, they disrespect the men as much as the women. Well, at least that's yeah. something
2: <laughs> we could cater to that gaze. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, I yeah. look if we if we can't be up there with them, at least they can drag them down. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you know, well, I, it's a form I, I of equality, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's close. you know, we will. T- <laughs> I do, we'll I match do like that we we
1: we have landed on my thread now for the continuing Spider-Man minute films is I will be in the shirtless <laughs> scenes
2: with the protagonist. It's perfect. Yes, <laughs> who's got
0: who's got the shirtless scene in uh, in in Spider-Man three?
2: Oh, um.
0: Is there an Eddie Brock one?
2: Maybe no, no, no. I know Toby wasn't letting it happen at that point. We'll find it. We'll find it. Oh, I guess it would be.
0: I guess it would be in the church in the 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 tower when he's ripping the. Oh yeah.
2: There it is. There you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> symbiote. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a really depressing minute. Are you sure you want that, Jay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should give it to one of our uh, more hardcore people. <laughs> that, that, that works. I, I can, you know what? I, I can let it go for this time. Uh, yeah. Bring me back for Amazing Spider-Man Shirtless Minute. Yeah. Sorry. I think, yeah, I think you need, I think you need, uh, I think you need something a little more silly from
0: Spider-Man yeah. 3. Lighter. That works.
2: <laughs> yeah. Day um, by day, he gazed upon... Shirtless Peter Parker. <laughs>
0: yeah. Man, is- remember when uh remember when Toby's body in this was uh good enough? This was good yeah. enough. This used to be this good enough. This is fine. This was yeah. totally fine. This was like, wow, what a hunk.
2: Yeah. Um, this this and uh no. what do you call it? Yeah.
0: He doesn't this even have like, he
2: has abs in that he has two of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, uh, they they call that the eleven, you know, like when, yeah, when you're right. not getting a pack of things, but like there's delineation yeah. of too, you know. Now, so I, I think now, it's fine.
0: Uh, poor Chris Hemsworth has to look like a Greek statue uh, comes <laughs> to insane. life. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's really, really. Oh ridiculous. man,
0: so many chickens die in order for them to look like that. Um,
2: <laughs> it's the craziest <laughs> progression. Is like if you go look at like Hugh Jackman in the first X Men mm-hmm. movie, which was, yep. but prior to this, but is still like aspirational. Oh, here's shirtless Hugh Jackman running around. He looks like a human. He hey, looks like a very fit human. He's really he looks, healthy. Yeah. Well, hey, there's a healthy guy who's like, you know, strong. And then, like, cut to not Logan, but maybe like uh, James Mangle's first Wolverine movie, The Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, And just well, look at this. He, he's like. Completely vascular shredded, and just. He's so terrifying. It's so scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's become this shrink wrapped. Uh, 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 like, like, yeah. I Frankenstein's mean, he, monster. He,
0: he literally, uh, like, dehydrates himself before shooting stuff on mm-hmm. those
2: days. Yeah, like, which he takes... can't be healthy because <laughs> no. you're running around. Like, yeah, you're gonna pass out and oh die. But you look great. He looks like he looks like Bernie Wrightson drew him. Is yeah. what he eventually looks <laughs> like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he goes from looking like a I don't know a Jack Kirby to a
0: Cr- uh, Chris uh, uh, Pratt. Talks about how um, when he would work out uh, like the second time, I think when he got when he got healthy for Jurassic World, Uh because he had he let himself get a little flabby after Guardians to finish up Parks and Rec Uh
2: so that it wasn't
0: so ridiculous. (laughs) Um, And and then he had to he had to like, I think in like a two week period he had to get up to snuff for Jurassic world. And he talked about how he would literally pass out two to three times a day working Ah, out. That's not good. Just pass out.
2: Yeah. Just lose consciousness. Yeah. What's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's insane. It's insane. No, It's absolutely not. If you ever want to feel horrible about yourself, um, there's on Instagram. Oh, I forgot his name. So maybe you won't have to look it up. Uh, Maybe you can avoid (laughs) feeling horrible. Chris Hemsworth's stunt double is on Instagram. And he like he has a back and forth competition with Chris Hemsworth about they try to match each other's workouts. They have the same personal trainer and all that. But there's just footage of him doing impossible things like in Thor costumes. Just be like, all right, time to from a seated position, one handed, lift myself up and then do a, head- a handstand from nothing. It's just it makes you want to vomit every time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. take pictures of my dog on my Instagram.
1: Good. That's, that's a good call. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I respect that. Like, (laughs) is your dog?
1: I don't understand. Does your dog even lift?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I knew we were definitely in a different era. I mean, it's not like it didn't. I didn't register before that with like the first Thor movie or something. But um, when the trailer for Ant Man came out, Mm -hmm. and there was a shot of Paul Rudd shredded like a Julian salad, I was like, "What Ant Man for Ant? Okay." Okay, we're just gonna. That's a, okay. That's what we do now. This is where where we live. Yeah. Because there's no reason for Ant-Man to be the most shredded man on the planet, but it's and it's Paul Rudd. We all already like Paul Rudd. but No. <laughs> yeah. See, I
1: I uh, Parks and Rec is kind of my my constant. Like I'm working. Parks and Rec is on. It's, it's yeah. My, my yeah. background noise. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard for me to to go from lovable pudgy goofy Andy to seeing Chris Pratt and Guardians with the shirt off, and I'm just like, okay, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, three months ago, your character was crying on the track and sweating in your boxer shorts, and now you're... <laughs> I hate you. I, I, I mean, I don't, but... Yeah. Uh, like, that and seeing, you know, happy, uh, Bostonian, kind of doughy Ben Affleck go from, you know... <laughs> Someone's dad to being Batman in like two months is just, it's, I can't, I can't. It's just. They gotta
2: do it aside. I mean, I feel bad for them in terms of the amount of effort and whatnot involved. Yeah. But like, if you're being paid to do it and you have, and they pay for a nutritionist to manage your food and they Mm -hmm. pay for a personal trainer to like kick your ass, like, Mm -hmm. It, that's about the only way it's reasonable to end yeah. up in that. As yeah. long as there's
1: someone who can give me an IV on set for when I do pass out, because yeah. eventually <laughs> I am going to be dehydrated and unconscious.
0: Yeah, I mean they they do um, uh, uh, I mean when they have those those personal trainers and and, and stuff, I mean it it becomes a eight-hour day like it is their full-time yeah. job is mm-hmm. creating those bodies uh yep. and and so you know it, it became it got to a point with chris pratt where he was just like uh, he he said um you know passing out two to three times a day in though that two-week span when he went from andy to uh whatever his whatever. character's name was yeah. in jurassic world um, <laughs> nobody cares <laughs> uh dinosaur I don't, andy yeah right uh yeah. what he said that it was the last time he was ever going to waffle back and forth because he just can't do it anymore. He can't sure. go back and yeah. forth like that anymore. Cause <laughs> it's going to, it's going to kill him. He, it was like, it, it's
2: easier to maintain this than to waffle back and forth. So crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, the one, the interview I always think about is, uh, it's not a movie that like many people saw or was like super well received, but the Tarzan movie that Alexander Skarsgård did with, uh, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. There's all there's like compilations of his interviews because he's just he's an interesting funny guy and uh, when they're all all of the interviews ask him about like wow this cra- you got so in shape for this movie he's like yeah they paid me to and he's like yeah but it was like so you got so in shape for this yeah it was a it was horrible it was so much hard work and they're like what how did you feel about it by the end he's like I never want to do that ever again I I hate it I don't ever want to be that fit. In my life, that was awful. Like, he just is straight, <laughs> straight up about he was like, he, it. Was like... Not he was like, worth it. Not worth nah, it. Straight up not worth it. No. He's like, it was ridiculous. I look great in the film, but I don't ever want to do that again. And he not, the story he always tells is like, he was losing the will to live and his like personal trainer could see it in his eyes and <laughs> because he was just eating, you know, boiled chicken and like broccoli, that's all he was eating. Ugh. And um they were like on location in London or something and the trainer was like, "All right, I'm going to give you one like giant cheat meal so you don't feel like blowing your brains out. Like what would you like to eat?" And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Here, I'm going to take you to an Italian restaurant." And he sat him down and he's like he ate like pasta until he passed out and he was like <laughs> No no amount of looking good with your body that way feels as good as eating pasta. He's like, it's just ridiculous. So I was like, all right, Amen. I respect that. Yeah, Amen. I respect that. Yep. Scar, scar. <laughs> oh, Peter.
0: Nothing feels as good as eating pasta. That's accurate. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, anyway.
2: anyway. Um. Maybe staring at a dandelion feels as good as eating pasta, but beyond <laughs> that probably not no i i really like pasta yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're
1: underestimating how good pasta is it's like so by versatile a by a lot you can't do anything with a dandelion pasta yeah. you can do anything
2: I, I feel like you can make like salads out of dandelions like they're they're actually edible
1: yeah but you kind of can make spaghetti thing. out of pasta you can't oh you can make,
2: <laughs> dang, you're right Ugh, you're right
0: uh, anybody else when they hear the na- the the word dandelion, think of uh, the guy in uh, Secret of the Ooze who finds the mutant dandelion is like dandelion. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think of every time someone says dandelion, I was like dandelion.
2: Um, there's, there's like some Disney, I don't know if it's maybe, um is it the Robin Hood adaptation they did? There's like some line where some physical lion is singing a phrase and he says, I'm just a dandelion because he's like a dandy. I don't know. That's oh, what I oh is, that, know. Uh, is that
1: Robin Hood? That might be yeah. Robin Hood, yeah. Might be yeah. Robin Hood? Yeah.
2: yeah. Prince John.
1: And that I, think that, I think that's I Prince think. John, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Dandelion.
0: Anyway, we don't know what's in the closet. We're not going to know until tomorrow. We sure I can't wait, find wait to find
1: out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Jay, thanks so much for joining us these past few
1: days. I am yeah. so happy to be here. Uh, as always, you guys make it uh, like coming home. It's always wonderful to be around you guys. So thank <laughs> oh, you so much. Man. Well, we yeah.
0: are we are definitely going to bring you back for a full week of Spider Man Three because uh, we're going to need all the help we can get on that one. <laughs> Yay! Well, I will I will bring the rum and we will
1: uh, drink. Heavily, so perfect, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs>
0: um, all right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime. Check out uh, Jay on and Geek by Night with with Zach as well. Uh hey, that's, a, that's hey. a thing. Um and uh we will be back tomorrow with minute uh what are we on? Minute twenty four? We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, 24. Minute 24 Tomorrow's twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> Bye everybody.
2: Bye. Bye. <laughs>